Nurse.com is proud to be a sponsor of the Ask Nurse Alice podcast. As the premier destination for nursing knowledge and resources, Nurse.com supports your passion for healthcare with an unrivaled collection of tools, articles, and courses tailored for the nursing community. Get your daily dose of things you need to know for your nursing journey. Discover the world of nursing like never before with Nurse.com. Empower your practice, advance your career, and enrich your knowledge. Nurse.com. It's your nurse life all in one place. You're listening to Ask Nurse Alice, presented by Nurse.org, where Alice Benjamin combines no-nonsense advice with thought-provoking interviews. Hello, friends, and welcome to Ask Nurse Alice, the podcast show. Definitely here for nurses. You know, it's been an interesting uh, last year, more than a year. I don't know. A lot's been going on, guys. You know, with COVID, we see the communities opening up, people are getting vaccines, a lot's been happening. But you know what, I want to take us behind that conversation because we as nurses, we know that last year was a year of the nurse. I'm the first to petition that we are going to continue that uh, in 2021. But a lot's been going on. I mean, some people have left the bedside because it's been so strenuous, so rigorous. And, you know, I've even started some nurse entrepreneurial journeys, which I'm actually excited about because I think that nurses are in an excellent position to lead up lots of other initiatives. I mean, we do more than the things that we, you know, at the bedside. We love taking care of people, but we can take care of them in other ways and provide other services. You know, something else with COVID that's kind of been unveiled is not only are, you know, people who've had COVID dealing with kind of long haul kind of syndromes and things like that, but we as nurses, I mean, I don't know about you, but my back hurts a little bit more, my feet. I noticed I've had some more swelling, like a lot of things have been going on and, you know, I just want to unpack some of those things. You know, I have an excellent guest who's going to talk to us about nurse entrepreneurship, as well as address some of the questions that I have, because, you know, working so hard during COVID, I got, you know, back pains, feet pains, all of these things. You know, he's going to help talk to us about a solution. He's actually part of a solution, I would say. Zach is the head of community at Bala Shoes. Guys, these are some awesome shoes. I actually have a pair and I wear them faithfully now. Uh, he's the creative brand and the marketing lead there. And he's worked on some another initiatives and been parts of some other great groups. He's uh, prior to uh, working with Bala, Zach has been on the founding team at Nurse Grid and so many other wonderful things. But you know, let me bring him into the conversation because I can't do him justice, y'all. I really, really can't. So joining the conversation is Zach. Hi, Zach. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. Thank you for joining us. Um, I appreciate it. Now, first things first, you're a nurse. Yay, right? I love it, love it, love it. I love when we get to talk with nurses who are doing so many great things beyond the bedside. And you definitely have been helping people in a variety of ways beyond the bedside. So can you tell us a little bit more about your journey as a nurse and how it kind of led you to working beyond the bedside? Uh, so been a nurse for about 12 years now, which is weird to say out loud because uh, I still feel like a new grad in a lot of sense. Um, but I spent the first half of my career, six years working bedside and the second half of my career so far, I've been working um, you know, beyond the bed bedside uh, with some of these startups. And uh, this has always kind of actually been my plan. I went into nursing knowing that I really wanted to work with people. Uh, I really loved uh, what I was able to provide and the service I was able to provide society um, by being a nurse and caring for patients. Um, but I knew and I felt like I had more to offer than just uh, a bedside role. And so 
Um, my plan always was to um, stack my shifts, work three on, get four off, or occasionally um, get a little crazy and do four or five or six shifts in a row and get those stretch of shifts off where I would be able to help start my own businesses. And I did that for a while while I was a nurse. Um, I started a video marketing business, which um, uh, marketing was, was always one of my passions. Uh, and then was able to begin to fold in um, other opportunities outside of that. Now, fortunately for me, all of my opportunities have fallen within the nursing field, um, which is a great way of being able to blend uh, my, my marketing ambitions as well as with my nursing ambitions. And lots of times people feel like those would be mutually exclusive opportunities, but I've been fortunate enough to find, find those opportunities within the field. And uh, I, I think it's great because nurses, um, you know, we're a tight-knit community. There's not a ton of us, right? Yet we're carrying so much of the healthcare system. And oftentimes I feel like as a nurse, your job is to advocate for your patients. Um, but who's advocating for the nurses? And that's where I want to help at least make an impact. And I, and I find that in my roles, both at NurseGrid, um, and I'm also now a strategic advisor at HealthStream, uh, who acquired NurseGrid, uh, but also in my role uh, at, uh, at Bala. Uh, I want to advocate for nurses so that we can put forward the best products possible that represent real nursing and not just the um, perception of what nursing is. And I think you have to do that as an insider, as a nurse yourself. Uh, and I'm hoping that other people can hear this and we can get more entrepreneurs out into the field because nurses need more advocates for themselves and for the community. And I think through that, we can um, start to see some of the changes that we know we need. That's awesome. I am so glad to actually hear you articulate what so many people were thinking, because, you know, at the end of the day, we care about people. We want to see people live happier and healthier lives, have better outcomes. And it can be done in a variety of ways, not ne necessarily directly at the bedside all the time. And it sounds like you were able to find some of your gifts and your talents and marry those with your passion and find your lane. So that's interesting. And I think more people need to hear that because Let's be honest, you know, we all know that there's kind of this career pathway that they put in nursing, right? You come on as a grad, then you start to do projects and you precept, you become charge nurse. And, you know, not everyone wants to be a manager or director of a unit. Now, kudos to those that do, because we do need those. But I think nurses are like, so we're, you know, we have the perfect training, um, education. One of the things, though, is that I think nurses can really, we can work anywhere. We literally can find problems anywhere and create a solution. So let me ask Zach, in your journey, you spent you said you spent the initial part at the bedside, then you ventured out and started following these passions, the marketing and working with these startups. Did you get any pushback from any of your colleagues or your managers or anyone in the nursing community? Be honest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't say pushback as much as skepticism. You know, I remember I, I had to blend both careers for a while. So I was working full-time as a nurse and then was also helping start NurseGrid as, as the company. And so I would work three days in a row and then I would try to flip my schedule because I was working night shift and then I would work three days in the office and then I'd flip my schedule and I'd go back. Uh, I, don't, um, I don't promote that <laughs> because that was not a healthy time of my life, but it got me to the point where, where I wanted to be. And, and at that time, I remember telling people like, hey, you know, we're making this app, it's really cool. And everyone was like, Oh, that's that's neat. That's really neat. You know, you're you're making an app, and I think people just kind of always just assumed it was just some sort of little side project that I was doing. But you know, after a while, we had I remember there was a moment we had fifty thousand people who downloaded our app, and people in my department at that point were like, "Oh, maybe this is maybe this is real. <laughs> maybe we should check it out." And then uh, slowly over time, it just it kept picking up speed, and now I think we've had 
close to one and a half million downloads of the app um, uh, in, since we started, which was about six, six, seven years ago. So um, really proud of that. And, and, you know, that's okay. Like, I think it's, it's fine for people to be skeptical and, but my, my job and my goal was always to involve as many of my colleagues and friends as possible so that I could loop them into the process. And I think through that people feel engaged and they feel like they have a say, and you can really reduce a lot of that skepticism because it doesn't just happen from the colleagues, you know, it happens from uh, the strangers that you meet when you're trying to promote. And the best thing that, that we can do in our companies, both in NurseGrid and then we're doing it in Bala as well, is involving those nurses in the process. Because this isn't my opinion. This isn't me saying, you know, for, for Bala with shoes, it's not me saying like, this is the best shoe for you. What we wanted to do was bring nurses into that process and say, you design the shoe, you tell us what's the best shoe for you. And we did that by testing our product um, with 50 nurses across the country, having them wear uh, the shoes to work. We called it our clinical trials program. And then we got all this feedback back into the product. We reincorporated it and then we, we launched our final product. And we're still doing that today, collecting a ton of feedback from everyone and involving it. And I think that's really the best way that you can, you can sort of um, uh, get past some of those barriers is by making sure that you're involving other people in your process and bringing them along for the ride. And, and that's one thing that I try to do with all my companies and, and hope to do it moving forward in my career too. Guys, I don't know if you caught this, but he was so smooth with it. He went from Nurse Grid, which we all know about, to Bala Shoes, uh, which we are all, you know, know about now, too. I mean, but you can see his transition from, you know, bedside nurse. It sounds like there was, I mean, definitely a hustle. And I work night shifts, so I know, like, and, it, <laughs> you, and I have to say this, Zach, when I have a day off, after, like, let's say I'm going to be off three days in a row. That first day after being off of three in a row on night shift doesn't even count because you're asleep. You're, you're asleep yeah. like for 24 hours trying to recalibrate, but it sounds like you, you know, you really worked hard, you followed your passion and were able to join these great companies and overcame all the skepticism that came with it. And, you know, not everyone's an early adopter, but you believed in it and you stuck with it. And, you know, from Nurse Grid, which so many people, you know, have downloaded that app and, and used that to now Bala Shoes. So I want to transition a little bit to to ball shoes because I because I have a pair I wear them they're super comfy but before we do that so guys did you know well actually you do know because you're your nurses and your nursing students we're on our feet all day rip and we're not just standing we're running we're having to stop abruptly respond quickly all kinds of move I don't know about you but I, there are times where I've had to hold awkward positions because I'm holding a piece of equipment and trying to move a patient or transport so either way there's you know several studies out there that show that when nurses People who stand on their feet for prolonged periods of time tend to have more back pain, more leg pain, more swelling in their feet, which leads to overall discomfort and a quality of life can lead to some chronic problems. So nurses, I don't care how young you are, how old you are, we are all in this together. And, and I don't know about you, but I have, I have aches and pains and they stem from our feet. So Zach, you uh, mentioned that you were working with Bala and that you actually incorporated nurses and I love it. He inserted research in there. So he's still doing nursing research, y'all. <laughs> but, you know, you you guys designed a product. And I'll let you tell the folks more about how this came to be. But it sounds like there they took some, there were some executives from the shoe world that worked with athletes. And then they worked with, you know, nurses like yourself and incorporated, you know, input from nurses, what their input was about shoes. And you guys came up with this product that, are so loving our feet, so kind to our feet. You joined Bala, so tell us a little bit more about that experience. 
You know, it's so exciting being a part of startups because you go from ideas on a paper to products in the real world. And with NurseGrade, it was an app. So I got to work in sort of the technology field and see how products can be made and coded and brought to life and, and then delivered to your phone. Um, and with Ball, I've been able to, to be along for that process while we've created a physical product. And so that's what's so exciting about startups is you can make a real impact every single day um, you're doing things that are going to change um, the company um, for the better or for the worse, but it's exciting to be a part of that um, because you're, you're making that change. And I think a lot of nurses kind of crave that, that sense of involvement too, rather than working for really large organizations where, where change can come a little bit more slowly. And so it's exciting because, you know, when I began speaking to Bala, they knew there was this huge void in the market for nurses. And, and, when uh, I first met with the founders, this was this was just the topic we began talking about because nurses have been left behind for too long. Why are there not more nurse-specific products? We are uh, an incredibly involved and engaged and uh, um, necessary component of the society that big brands, for some reason, just keep passing right over or lumping us in with a bunch of other industries. And we have our own specific needs. Um, that aren't being addressed in the market. And, and footwear was certainly one of them. And the team, the founding team that created Bala has just a tremendous amount of experience in the footwear um, industry, working for all the top brands. Our designer, Caprice Neely, um, was a designer for a lot of these top brands. Um, and then now has turned her focus to nurses. And so I feel honored to be a nurse and to have this really talented team creating products for ourselves. But um, but they didn't do it alone. They, we brought nurses along for that process. Um, and that's, and that's totally, that has to be a critical piece of the component. I would say for any business that you're building, you have to understand your target market and then you have to make sure that you involve them and build out from there. And, uh, what, what they approached with was a few unique things. One was nurses are wearing sort of clogs or running shoes. And those are two totally different ends of the spectrum. You know, running shoes you're, you're running in, but aren't great for standing in. Clogs uh, might be good for standing in, but you've seen what happened when you try to run in clogs, you know, shoes go flying. So uh, uh, what Caprice did and, and the team at Bala was combine the best of those features without the compromises. Um, and so that's the end product uh, we ended up with, the Bala 12s named after 12 hour shift, the grueling shift. And uh, certainly nurses know um, after this year of all years, um, the sort of physical demands that the that the job can take on you. I still got a bad back too, um, but I can't say it was from standing in an ICU for 12 hours, uh, you know, locked in a room because I couldn't leave the room because I was stuck with paper here. Um, so we designed this shoe um, to allow for all the different functions of nursing. You know, if you got to stand for for 12 hours, we want to make sure that we evenly distribute the weight across the foot so that we're decreasing pressure points. Um, we want to make sure that the heel pitch, which is the height of the heel, I learned all these things just by talking to the team. I didn't know anything about shoes before Bala. Um, and then I came and I knew a lot about nursing and I tried right. to bring that experience, but it's been fascinating to learn about shoes as well and just how critical it is for the rest of the body. So, you know, for example, the heel pitch, which is the height of the heel, um, we uh, altered that to make it the, the perfect height that we could align your body um, and uh, hopefully decrease some of the pain that nurses are feeling in their, their knees and their hips. Um, whereas clogs lots of times are really high and running shoes are really low. We tried to find that, that happy medium. And there's a bunch of other features too. We've got the shift shield, which is this some um, flexible outer membrane that, um, uh, deflects, uh, liquids, uh, and fluids. Uh, so that, I love you know, that feature. I love that feature, <laughs> by the way, I really do. 
It's nice. It's nice. We like to say it's in case you get a little shift on your shoes, uh, which we all know happens, whether it's IV fluids or, um, you know, a, a clamp that wasn't fully clamped on a, on a um, fully bag. So uh, we try to include all those features. But at the core of it, we had to make a really, really good shoe. And I was sensitive to this when I joined the company. I said, I don't want to be a part of a company that's just going to make a shoe to take advantage of the market. That's everything I fought against in my career. What I want is a product that really values and treasures this this um, market, nurses and um, and, uh, and CNAs and techs, I, I call us sort of the nursing team, mm -hmm. um, that uh, really honestly listens to nurses and develops um, a product for them and doesn't just say, here's a shoe um, that we think you'll like, we're going to call it a nurse shoe and, and you can have it. Uh, that to me was, was something I didn't want to be a part of. And I'm so thrilled to see that the team has invested all this time, all of the experts that they knew back in their big brand days, we've incorporated into the process to really pack all the science, all the thought and expertise we can into the shoe. And it sounds like you're having a good experience with the shoe, which I'm thrilled to hear. Um, and we know a lot of other people have too. So hopefully more people um, will check them out. I definitely believe teamwork makes the dream work. So if you've had, you know, the, like you mentioned, you know, they came from the shoe industry, worked on some other designs. And I believe, you know, with athletes who, who are very physical, you know, physical and doing a lot of movement, but nothing like nurses, y'all. And I know I'm saying nurses, but that doesn't mean that the shoe is only for nurses. Anyone in healthcare who's, you know, working at the front, front lines or, you know, doing that type of work, definitely these shoes would be uh, comfortable for you. But, you know, nurses, we're the largest segment of the healthcare workforce. Let's just be honest. It's facts, 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 right? And there's like three nurses for everyone, physician. I love my physicians, but still, I'm just saying we are the larger of the healthcare workforce. So listen to us. We have these problems, so we want a product that meets our needs. So I'm so glad that there's a company who, you know, actually listened. I'm just to be honest, and no, no diss towards clogs, but I just was never a nurse that could work. They were heavy. They were heavy and clog, clog, clog. I mean, they kind of have this look, right? But totally weren't for me. And I work in ICU and ER, so like I'm always ripping and running. And you're right. Before Bala, I was buying sports shoes, like running shoes, because I felt like I'm doing that all the time, running after people in the ER, looking for missing patients. Like, where'd they go? He had an IV, like call security, like so many different things happening in nursing. A majority of us are women. And, you know, women's feet and men's feet aren't necessarily built the same. So I believe that um, Bala has taken this into consideration also with the design of the shoe. Sorry, guys, just, it's going to be a quick ladies moment. But our shoes are, you know, shaped a little bit differently. We carry our weight a little bit different. So Bala has actually listened to this and incorporated in their designs. Am I correct with that? They have like a yeah. her, her, her first approach or something to that effect? We, yeah, we call it our her first approach. And and a lot of this came from the old, old ways of the footwear industry that um, our founders came from, which was um, virtually every other shoe every shoe that's out in the market right now is designed around uh, a man's foot. Um, and then it's shrunk to typically fit um, a woman's foot. And in the industry, they use the offensive term shrink it and pink it um, was how they feel like they would apply um, their shoes to the, to the uh, women market. And so, yeah, offensive uh, and just not right, you know, and especially in the nursing, we knew we couldn't lead um, with a man's foot when we're in a, a, a market that's predominantly female, I think it's 89, 90% female. Yes. And so uh, what we wanted to explore, what are, what are those differences in women's feet versus uh, uh, men's feet? Um, 
And, uh, and so when you're making a shoe, you start with the last, so as everything starts with the last, which is essentially like the, 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 the shape of the foot that we build the shoe around. And there are little differences, not just in the shape of the foot, but um, women typically have different sensitivities on their feet um, and uh, uh, pressure points and things like that. And so, and like a narrow, narrow, uh, more narrow heel, um, as well as uh, just sort of design features too. We wanted to make the toe slightly more pointy because it, it gives a, a more slender appearance to um, to the shoe, uh, which is uh, more preferable for women. So all of those things and more that we've built into the shoe, we started with her first and we built out. Now we're adding sizes, um, larger sizes and smaller sizes to accommodate more men because even our sizing was, was very um, female specific to begin at least for for the majority of, of women's size feet and uh and we're adding sizes uh, and a lot of guys have worn the shoes too and they find them incredibly comfortable i am uh so excited for us to be adding um these sizes here in a few months too um where we will uh, uh accommodate more sizes including my size the men who've worn the shoe have found it um, just as comfortable as the woman however we know that those little differences um really create this unique fit in the shoe and nurses kind of always have this moment of epiphany when they pop on their shoe because it just fits like a glove. We get a lot of comments saying it fits like a glove. I don't know if you had a similar experience. It's like there. a sock. Yeah, I put it on. I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, this feels good. And so you guys, if you guys haven't gotten a pair, get yourself a pair. But you, you put it on, it feels like a sock. And then you have that shield that kind of protects it from all the splatters. You're like, oh my gosh, it feels like my sock. It literally feels comfortable like a sock. And it, you know, it just kind of molds to my foot. So I feel supported. It feels protective. And it's cute. So, so I, I mean, I like the shoe, but you know, I have to say I, when you, when you were describing that, I thought of the deodorant secret, like strong enough for a man, but made for a woman. So guys, I promised, like he said, they're making shoes for you, but let me just have this ladies moment. Ladies, this shoe is like, it sounds like it's like, it takes our unique dimensions and needs. You couple that with the rigors of work, you know, like we said, they took got the input of people who've been on their feet for, and they say 12 hours, but you know, it's really more than 12 hours. Cause it's like, by the time you finish charting and do all the other stuff and forget it, if you got a late admission, like you're there for like 13, 14. So let's be honest. But all of these things have been taken into consideration and, you know, and, and it's more than just a shoe. I think that just looks cute. Cause I'll be honest, I have, what's that color? It's like a turquoise color. So I get lots of compliments. Yeah. yeah. We call that daybreak. Yeah. The daybreak. So I get a lot of compliments, but then it feels good. You know, again, we're, we're, we have such a physically demanding job. I mean, we should be investing in our making sure we have good supportive footwear. So, you know, we're not, so we can be in the game much longer. That Let's just put it like that. And you look cute. Just going to throw it out there. So, um, but Zach, so, but the guys, you said there's something coming for the guys. Do we have a, like an ETA of when the guys can expect more, you know, different sizing for them? We're going to be rolling those out here in a few months. We uh, had placed that order a while ago. We were fortunate enough to have a lot of really early success. We did a pre-sale in uh, September, and we launched sort of our our um, commercial at the same at the same time. And the commercial took off. The shoes took off. Um, we were so thrilled by the response to that pre-sale. And then we opened up our stores in January, and we almost immediately sold out again. So we were like, okay, this is a sign. <laughs> we're onto something here. The community is really latching onto this, and uh, we were able to to grow out from there. You know, when you're when you're starting a startup, uh, you have to pick and choose your moments, and you can't necessarily build a shoe for everyone. You want to build a shoe 
um, for nurses with our smaller market. And we can't do every single size that we would want to, even though we know there are every sizes out there represented because um, each additional size you do um, carries with it costs and implications and things like that. And as a startup, you have to be smart and you have to make this, this decisions. In the same way that a nurse has to prioritize which patient they're gonna see first, um, in a business, you have to prioritize which customer you're gonna deliver for first. And uh, we're beginning to expand from there on out. We'll be adding those sizes here in a few months and um, that should accommodate the vast majority of the market. But I also just wanna say too, you know, um, we don't view ourselves just purely as a company that's creating a shoe for nurses. We also view ourselves as a, as a company that's um, creating a sense of community um, in the industry. We know nurses are tight knit. We know they're looking for those outlets to um, speak and be connected with each other, speak to each other. And uh, we wanted to foster as much of that as, as we could as well. And so part of that was the was the commercial. We wanted to create a really awesome, fun, engaging piece of, uh, of content. And hopefully everyone checks out the bladder scanner sprint. If you want to see what it's like to um, splint up, sprint after the bladder scanner in your ball of 12s, we got a commercial for that. Uh, it's a blast. Um, but then also on our uh, social media channel, um, at we are Bala uh, on Instagram is where uh, I lead the community over there. And we have a ton of fun on there. Um, it's a really, it's a, it's an engaging uh, environment where nurses will write into me. I'll share their con comments anonymously, um, whether they're about the shoe or whether they're about their frustrations with uh, charting or a patient that they just had. And then I'll usually post a GIF in the response and uh, we try to laugh a lot, have a lot of fun, but ultimately we're creating a sense of community because we know, as you pointed out earlier, that, um, nursing is just one member of that care team. Um, physicians are a part of that care team. Certainly CNAs and techs and HUCs, everyone who's involved in that patient care process is part of the team that's providing the ultimate care for a nurse. And we have to be a team. And you know, a lot of our footwear experts on our team come from delivering shoes for other teams like, uh, you know, like athletes. And uh, we wanted to address the nursing market and the nursing care team um, by really focusing on what makes uh, you good as a nurse and provide the best care. And we know that's teamwork. And so our community is all about bringing more people in. And we're looking about exploring that in different ways through our products to, um, to involve as many people as we can. But we know we're better at this together. And um, uh, we're trying to foster that in more ways than just our shoes. That's exciting to hear that, you know, it's more than just creating a product for nurses, but helping to foster community because Although we go to work and we work with other nurses and doctors and, you know, the whole healthcare team, sometimes nurses, it can feel like a solo job, especially when you're under a lot of stress. We have our gripes. We have our complaints. We have good moments, too. It's great when there's a place where we can kind of share that. So it sounds like an extended break room conversation on IG at where we are Bala. So you guys make sure to follow them on social media. Can you give us any teasers of what else is yeah. coming from the pipeline? What can we expect? What can we look forward to? We are gearing up for an awesome nurses month. And yeah, we just said, you know, screw nurses week. We're going for nurses month here. We know they tried, we've tried to extend the month because it was such a brutal year for nurses in the past. Nurses deserve this month and we're looking to deliver. After our January um, success that we had and the surge, we've been regrouping and really planning for the rest of the year. Um, so we've been actually a little quiet on social media, but that's because we've got a lot of super fun stuff in store. I will say that we have a special limited edition of color that's gonna be dropped. Uh, this is the first time I've ever said that publicly. So we will drop, we're gonna have uh, uh, this really bright, fun, energetic color. 
that's going to come out. There are some neon hints in it. It's super cool. I'm excited for everyone to see. Uh, and then we're going to have our, our other colors that we're doing as well, but we're going to be doing um, a bunch of giveaways and things like that too. So we're really excited for Nurses Month coming up here in May. We hope everyone checks it out and uh, checks out Bala and um, gives us a shot because we're going to have some some free swag, things like that to involve uh, for uh, for people and nurses as well. But we're also looking, we've been talking to the community and finding out what do they want. Turns out nurses don't want any more pizza parties. They don't want free... <laughs> they don't want free coupons to the cafeteria or a $3 coffee card um, to the, uh, you know, to the coffee downstairs. Nurses have received that before. It's kind of depressing to see the gifts that nurses have received um, in, in the past for their work. And, and I know sometimes the hospitals feel like they just can't afford to do anymore. And that's where private organizations need to step up and say, we're going to treat nurses like the, the true powerhouses they are and, and uh, deliver them the nurses month that they deserve. I'm so glad you said that because I don't need another lunchbox. I don't want another plan. I listen, I've already gained weight. I don't need any more. Like you said, pizza parties. It's almost like we'll work for food. I mean, I, you know, when the patient's family, when they, you know, donated food, it's like, okay, well, they, they you know, they may not know, but our, our hospital administration should know better. Uh, you know, so thank you to companies like Bala who have heard our cry, y'all. They've heard us. It sounds like they're gonna gift us with some really cool swag. You notice he didn't drop the color. He like jazzed us up. I thought he was gonna drop the color, but he didn't. So we gotta stay tuned for that. But I'm excited because you know, nurses, we like to pizzazz. You know, some many of us are like in these unif hospital uniforms, so we can't really show our um, our pizzazz, our, our you know, or jazz it up a little bit. So your socks and shoes, guys, socks and shoes. That's how we're, we're going to do it. But we're looking forward to that. So thanks so much. And kudos to y'all for go ahead and extending Nurses Week to Nurses Month. I don't think I've heard anyone say that yet. Obviously, I put in a petition to extend Year of the Nurse for a whole nother year. I was like, we need a redo. I'd like a redo, please, World Health Organization. But that's exciting. That's really exciting. So guys, if you haven't already checked out Bala, I mean, I have a pair. They're super comfy. They're super cute. They are a company that's listening to us, wants to meet our needs. They don't want us to have all this back pain, leg pain, and all this other discomfort that we're having. Because part of this also is there's a health component of it. It's not just about what you're going to wear to work. Because of the things that we do at work, it's preserving our health and wellness so we can continue to take care of other people. I don't know about you, but I'm not ready to retire yet. I still got a, I still got a couple more years in me, so I got to make this thing last. So, so thanks, Zach, to you and the founders there for trying to make this back last as long as it can. You know, finding your passion, finding your gifts, and, you know, as nurses, we're problem solvers. So if you can identify a problem, by all means, it sounds like Zach did an excellent job at marrying his nursing skills and education and training with some of his other passions and look how successful he's been with some major companies here. So kudos to you, Zach, for all the work that you're doing. I mean, it's great when we can see other nurse examples of nurse entrepreneurship. And you guys, you don't have to be a nurse for 30, 40 years before you do that. Okay. FYI. Thanks for those words. And, and I'd like to just say too, to nurses that I, you know, when I left the bedside and I was working in nurse grid, I, I felt like, Am I a fraud? Like, what am I doing here? I didn't go to business school. I went to nursing school. How do I know what I'm doing here? And I've come to understand that there are many, many parallels in nursing and business that nurses uh, uh, would find that they're extremely good at. You know, 
I helped lead the customer um, support department at NurseGrid when we were expanding the, the support team there. And what are nurses doing when they're in the patient room? You're giving customer support to the face um, inside of a patient room. That is one of the most demanding things you can do in customer support. I mean, forget about talking on the phone or, or, um, or chatting with someone online. When you are in the room with a patient, um, that's an intense support uh, situation where they're complaining about their meds um, or their care or whatever it might be. So there are, you're, as a nurse, you're great at customer support. You're great at those relationships. You're great at working with other members of a team. Uh, you have to know how to prioritize things in business and, and what takes the, that first priority. You have to know how to manage your time appropriately. There are so many parallels between nursing and business that I hope more nurses um, make that leap and uh, stretch out into the business field because I think the business field will be better off having more nurses involved in their corporations. I second that motion. All in favor, say aye. Aye, 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 aye. Right. Oh, gosh. Thank you for those inspiring words, because I think you just helped like so many people with that statement, because there are, you know, and let's just be honest, guys, because this is a show that, we, you know, we bring on our experts and leaders in the communities to talk about things. You know, we talk about stories and things that are relevant to nurses. But let's be honest, sometimes you can feel trapped or burnt out. And this is an opportunity to still help people, but just in a different way. And so I'm all for it. I am all for it. And believe you, there's a new grad that wants your job anyway. So don't worry about it. They're coming down the pipeline. There's plenty of them. They're pl they're coming. They want jobs. They're just complaining they can't get jobs. So there you go. Follow your passion and make room for someone else at the bedside while you follow and be great and help take care of people in other ways. So thank you so much for that, Zach. I appreciate you, your time. Thank you for being an excellent example of nurse entrepreneurship and Bala uh, and Nurse Grid have lucky to have you. And then also, I don't want to forget, you threw in another title from HealthStream. And we all know HealthStream because we get mad when our inbox is full of all of the health streams that are overdue, 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 overdue. But what's your title at HealthStream? Yeah. yeah, I've spoken to them about that too. I was like, I've been on the other, I've been on the other end of HealthStream. HealthStream does a lot of really cool things um, outside of just their courses. I'm a strategic advisor for HealthStream. So HealthStream uh, was the company that came and acquired NurseGrid last year, which is when then I made uh, my move to, to work with Bala. However, I stayed on to help HealthStream with a number of their, their other apps. They have a Keener app, which is um, sort of a reflection self-help app for, for younger nurses in particular. Um, NurseGrid, which obviously helps nurses manage their schedule. And they're looking to sort of expand that, that uh, arm of their business, but they're committed to nurses um, just, uh, just as much as we are. I've been thrilled to work with them and help provide them some some of my insights that I've had at the bedside. So uh, I do work with HealthStream as well uh, as Bala, but that's all about just you know staying involved, staying engaged, and ultimately trying to be the best advocate for nurses that I can be um, in my various roles. Thank you so much for doing that. I really appreciate that. And talk to me. well, I haven't done health stream in a minute, guys. So I don't know if you're still getting those emails. <laughs> but but we do we do our health streams anyways because we you guys have to meet regulatory stuff and you don't want to get put on get in any trouble. So do your health streams. Good information in there. Um, but thank you so much for your time today, Zach. We appreciate you. If you jumped in the middle of this conversation, you got to go back, rewind, replay, and listen to this. I mean, we have Zach Smith. He uh, is the head of community over at Bala. He is also an amazing nurse entrepreneur. As we've kind of heard some of his journeys, I'm inspired right now. Look, I got to look at my life like, what have I been doing? Have I been following all of my passions? Because we want nurses to follow their passions. Sharing your story actually 
helps people to gain the confidence to live out, you know, their story. So thank you very much for that, Zach. It's another episode of Ask Nurse Alice podcast where we talk about everything and anything that nurses want to know. We bring our health leaders, our health experts, nurse entrepreneurs, and, you know, some of our everyday colleagues who have stories to share that we can relate to. So thanks so much for joining us. Make sure to subscribe, like, rate, listen to all those wonderful things. Um, share this show with some of your friends, your coworkers, and it's your manager. She, he or she might need to listen to this. But anyways, it's all about sharing because sharing is caring and we're nurses and that's what we do. So thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, you guys be safe and make good choices and live well, my friends. Thanks for listening to Ask Nurse Alice. Visit nurse.org for nursing career, education, and community resources.